What's up, everybody? Welcome to the new episode of Six One Indicast. Uh, Becca, Matt, how are you? Good. Uh, uh, before we get into the whole rigmarole, uh, what's the difference between a Yeti and a uh, abominable snowman? Is there a difference? Is there? <laughs> Is it just another name? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, in college, I would have these very heated debates of. of I think they're just all Yeti, but apparently the uh, abominable snowman is a totally separate thing in some people's eyes. Can't a Yeti be not in the snow? So wouldn't that be the Ooh. difference? Like an abominable snowman is only in the snow? Is, but is, isn't that just Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah. It would then Yeti would just be Bigfoot. I don't know. Maybe like the abominable snowman is like the death claw of Yeti. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I get it. Just like Yeti times ten. That's right. fair. Just a one it's like shot. Like Yeti, you got to be careful. And Bobble Snowman, you're just dead. <laughs> uh, I hope know. we made you proud with that one, Mike. Anyways, you're listening to the Six One Indiecast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and on youtubecom Six One Indie. Supporters on patreoncom Six One Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the Indiecast post show. But if money is tight, no worries. You can still support us with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow 61 Indie on socials. Subscribe and hit the bell on YouTube. Follow on Twitch and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans, Brett Griffin, Colby Cordes, Jacob McCourt, JC, Jill Grote, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, Play Jason, The Compound, Silcanet, Stingray X, Ellie, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir. And before we get into the show, a little bit of housekeeping. Y'all know it. We're going to say it forever. Six One Indie Showcase happening March 20th. Uh, submissions are no longer open, uh, according to the doc. Uh, we have our list. Can't wait to share it with the world. Um, if you want to up your Patreon pledge to the producer tier to get your name in the credits of the showcase, um, I believe that is the thing that is happening very soon or being able to unlock for you uh, your support literally means we get to do what we love so much appreciated and if you're going to paxis so are we so come say hi mike and i will be there um we're going to try to do the crazy everyday podcast oh, yeah. that matt sometimes just likes <laughs> to hop on discord and listen to us as we're delirious <laughs> at 2 a.m and we should be sleeping <laughs> so uh, that should be a good time uh we got a, a pretty hefty st- like stacked show tonight mm. we got a lot to talk about some games that we've been playing some news a uh, huge list of this week in indie and guess what everybody indie 100 is actually happening this week what <laughs> i know matt it's crazy <laughs> so let's get it started uh becca you got to play a sequel to an indie game that i really dig didn't get to mm-hmm. finish it but uh turnip boy robs a bank yeah yeah your review went live this morning on the site mm-hmm. um overall what do you think of it it's great i mean we pretty much expected to, it, it expected it to be great because we played the first one we loved the first one turnip boy is hilarious the references are hilarious the 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 puns the jokes it's all fantastic um this time around it's a kind of like a roguelike 
roguelite. I don't know the difference between the two. Right. It's yeah. one of those things. <laughs> um, and yeah, Turnip Boy is um, part of, the, he's joined the Pickle Gang, like you do. And yeah, um, as you do. It's a normal <laughs> thing every Turnip Boy goes through. <laughs> And uh, it's uh, he's robbing a bank. It's his job to rob a bank. And so you've got like uh, you got weapons and um, you can upgrade yourself so that you have like different abilities and things like that. And so it's very much um, do your run, die, upgrade yourself, do your run, die, upgrade yourself like any other roguelike. Um, but with the, the turnip boy flair on it. So it's adorable and hilarious. All of the characters are vegetables or food. Nice. There's like there's like a pie. Um, Where do your runs start? Do you start like in the bank and you're trying to escape or like at home base? So there's like a pickle gang home base and you can when you're there, you can upgrade yourself. You can buy things off of the dark web. Um, you can um, choose which I weapons you choose, which weapons you want to bring in. So he's got a variety of different weapons he can bring in. He's got a sword and then like a handgun, a machine gun, a rocket launcher. Um, all this stuff you kind of unlock by collecting weapons in the bank and then selling them when you get back. So if you don't die at the end of your run and you just get out and leave, um, then you get to keep whatever you were holding. So then you can sell those weapons um, and then you can create new weapons. And so I'm sure everyone that plays will have their favorite weapons. My favorite weapon is probably... Um, one of the weapons that you get towards the end is really good, but I won't spoil. Um, mm. But uh, you get like a flamethrower, which is really hilarious and fun. And but they're all shaped like stupid things. There's like this um, kind of like vine shooter gun that shoots out like bees. Huh? <laughs> it shoots. <laughs> it, it looks like it looks bees. like a piranha plant. It looks like a piranha plant, and that like shoots out bees. And that's what I used to defeat the fourth boss uh, really quickly. Um, so because it's kind of like heat seeking bees that go out mm -hmm. and it's just completely random and ridiculous and hilarious um, and not very long. So it doesn't feel like it kind of overstays its welcome. Like it's it doesn't get too difficult ever, except maybe towards the end with the final final kind yeah, of battle yeah mike do. mike in the doc put uh mike needs the listeners help to find the final task slash hat those missing yes. theme achievements have been driving him mad for two weeks now yeah yeah he, he mentioned he hasn't been able to figure out what he's missing but he's missing mm -hmm. the complete all tasks um quest so if somebody gets that quest and wants to like send mike every single task in the game yeah. <laughs> that would be super helpful um i'm not a completionist because i just don't have the time sure, or the yeah. energy so yeah. i beat the game and then i was done like i'm not going to go back and do all those side quests and like that pie will live without those last three rocks things like that you know <laughs> fair uh <laughs> You know, you mentioned it still has like the same Turner Boy flair. Does it still have like the the meta gaming jokes in there? Absolutely. Like my favorite, my favorite thing of the first one was just finding a trophy and be like, "Here's a useless trophy that means nothing, <laughs> but you know, it means Absolutely. a lot to some gamers out there." <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, there's. Um, I'm trying to decide if this is like a huge spoiler. There's a part during the second boss, I think it is, where uh you have to half of the screen gets like taken up by like somebody doing a slime video 
Oh, so okay. it's supposed to like distract you, and so you have oh. to deal with like. So it's kind of like, and it's like a real That's person fun. like making slime while you're doing this <laughs> boss, and it's just it which is ridiculous. the weirdest trend on TikTok. Yeah, I don't understand it. So Matt, you're not familiar because you're not a t- you don't you're not on the. TikTok I thought slime was big during the pandemic. Yeah, so it was. What? some tiktok people do is to make sure people stay engaged is they'll just put random like slime making videos on the bottom half of the screen and like a clip from a show at the top just so you have two things to look at or like a random gta (laughs) race video at the bottom like it's real dumb (laughs) this no no at least it wasn't i just have to say at least it wasn't pimple popping okay Oh, yeah. Count yeah. your blessings. It was not because there are some of those too. <laughs> I just stay off TikTok. That's the easier thing to do. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. I love. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's in Turner Boy though. It totally fits too. Like you said, if it, it fits the the whole vibe of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, do you know offhand like how much is it to pick it up? Like, is it relatively cheap? I can tell you. Sure. Uh-huh. I think the first one was like what twenty bucks. Was a good time. I don't think it's that much. It's ten percent really? off for launch sale on Steam, uh-huh. so it is thirteen forty nine, regularly oh, fourteen ninety nine. That's awesome. Yeah, go well go worth it. it. It took me. Let me see. Turn up boy. Six point seven hours, so about seven hours to beat it. That's a that's a good length for a game for sure. It is. Yeah, that's also, awesome. Also, uh, Mike, if you're hearing this. I'll shout out later. <laughs> there is a guide on the Steam community page for the game for all the tasks, hats, there you photos. Go. So there you go, Mike. What are check you doing? that out. Hopefully, that I gotta. Helps. I gotta tell you guys. Do you guys know Doug Dimmadome from Fairly Odd Parents? I know the reference. I'm not like very familiar <laughs> the, with it though. There's a Doug Dimmadome hat that Turner Boy can wear in the game, and it goes off the screen. It's so tall. That is. That's. <laughs> Some of the hats are so good. It's like, it's just the stupidest, like, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's so good. It's it's worth it to collect all the hats, definitely. Yeah. I can't do it because I don't have the energy to hunt <laughs> hunt every pixel. But That's totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks, Becca, for, for telling us about Turner Boy. Sounds like mm-hmm. a good time. Uh, Matt, you've been playing a game you're very, or you were very excited for. I don't know where you're landing on now that, the game is released still excited when i play it yeah yeah home safety hotline it's out it is in the hand (laughs) (laughs) if you're not familiar with home safety hotline uh picture a windows 95 98 simulator where you're um a tell not telemarketer but like you're an employee at a information hotline that sends out information packets for uh, issues you might be having with your home so like issues including like carpenter ants or bees or black mold or uh something called a um damn i just forgot the name of it but like uh creatures like stair slugs or uh, <laughs> uh just everyone has stair slugs in the summertime should not exist um so these people call in and you have to put them on hold and it just goes please hold and then you get hold music and you have to go through uh, the documents and try and figure out what's causing the ailment or what the issue is. Sometimes you'll get people calling in like, do you guys offer lawn mowing service? Um, which you might think is just like a, okay, 
just send them whatever but you if you look very closely there is something that pertains to that ask and you send it to them and the demo when i played it there it it kind of just ends um your uh manager i think susan is her name calls you and like it just ends but at the end of each shift every day there's actually an accuracy rating so you know how many you got wrong and Mm. if you get too many wrong susan calls you and says hey you know people are calling in upset if you this keeps happening we're gonna have to let you go i uh on my third day got let go and (laughs) oh no too real you don't want to be you don't want to be let go oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just it's fantastic it's hilarious it's creepy um yeah i i don't want to go into what all the weird stuff is because it's just hilarious and scary and it's a great time does it ever get too overwhelming having to like find all the solutions to the things people are calling in about sometimes um so like yeah i've i've missed some of the answers just because like sometimes the questions could be like it could be this or this like sometimes you really have to like guess uh try and figure out but when you are let go like it goes back to the beginning of that day so you can do that entire shift over again Mm -hmm. so it's not too um i would hate for them to have you go through a job hunt because good (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what job hunt is in that world um but there are uh some cool quality of life things there are uh fear or phobia filters so like if you have a phobia of like spiders or uh, bees or something like that, there's, I think there's like eight different phobia mm-hmm. options. So you can toggle those off so you don't have to see the images for those. So it's cool. That's great. Is, is, is it, it like similar? a real call center where you, sorry, Kyle, is it no, like a real ahead. call center where you have like a time limit to answer their question? I don't think so. I haven't had them on hold for a super long time though. Maybe that would be interesting to try. In the same vein, is it like similar to like a five nights of Fridays where it's like five days at this place? Do you know if there's uh, like a, a week in this in this job? It might be. Okay. Yeah, I'm only on day three, and I know there's achievements per day, so I could okay. dig through there to check. But oh yeah. no, no, you don't have to. Yeah, I'm 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 enjoying just kind of not knowing anything. <laughs> yeah. So you are stair slugs like the weirdest thing you've run into? No. Oh. <laughs> i love yeah, just the, the deadpan stare on the camera the, no. the the thing i can't remember the name of it might be bogart is okay. so far the weirdest thing i've uh seen in that game all right something cool. that has a false face yeah yeah <laughs> what does that even mean it doesn't tell you uh, okay. <laughs> But just seeing the image of that thing in the dark, <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> and is it like, are you only like at your? You're only at your job? desktop. You, you, mm-hmm. you don't see what your home is or anything like that. None of that. Okay. Nope. That'd be and cool yeah, if you, you go home after a day oh God, of work no. and, and then you see the <laughs> things that people called in about in your house. It's like her story mm-hmm. in that way where it's literally yeah. just a monitor the whole time. Yeah. That's That'd cool. be creepy. <laughs> there's a sequel though for you yeah exactly <laughs> working from home safety hotline <laughs> uh pc only right right now it is pc right only. now yep sweet that sounds like your jam go pick it up matt seems to love it it's good <laughs> 
a bit of news for this week. Um, I always second guess myself on how to say them. And we got their correct pronunciation at PAX last year. Oh. I think it's Toge Productions. Is Toge. it Toge or Toge? Toge. Toge. Uh, Toge Productions is um, celebrating their 15th anniversary, mm-hmm. which is awesome because they make some of our favorite games here at 6-1 Indie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just want to highlight some of the cool things that are happening to celebrate their anniversary uh, event. Um, they have a couple of cool trailers for some new games. Moses mm-hmm. and Plato, Last Train to Clawville. It's a great title. Um, it's a story-rich investigative adventure where you join detective duo Moses Wildflower and Plato Manuel Palladius in a high-stake investigation on a moving train as a high-ranked ambassador is killed and you are accused of mauling him. Interrogate all the suspects, stiff out clues, use your animal instincts, and solve the case before the train arrives at its final destination. Uh, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a good time. I love a good uh, mystery game or a detective game. Uh, they also have a trailer for a game called Test, Test, Test. Yeah. Um, which you can now play now for free on Steam. Uh, Mojkin Studio, who made Space for the Unbound, one of our favorite mm-hmm. games here, uh, speaks. I can't speak highly enough of that game for what it did to me in my mental state last year. Mm-hmm. Um it's their new game test ss is on steam right now for free like i said um it's a departure from the heartfelt and emotional experience from a space for the unbound um but it will bring your brain to the guess what everybody the test (laughs) who would have thunk it uh it's a retro pixel art point and click puzzle adventure where you must escape a time loop as an overworked office employee oh too real find clues Mm gather information and solve cryptic puzzles with alternate reality game elements. It's cool that they're just here. Here's a free cool game. Yeah. Trying yeah, something nice. experimental. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, they also are announcing a multiplayer survival game with Spur Mountain Outbreak has a limited time demo on Steam. A uh, new teaser for another game, Krieg's Front Tactics, a mecha tactics game set in 1980s Southeast Asia. That's pretty cool. Uh, you can get a Freya plus keychain uh, pre-order. A lot of really cool things on there. A lot of really mm-hmm. cool merch. Um, Toge is incredible. Please play mm-hmm. a Toge game. Any of them. Yeah, really. And I think the uh, the Opera game, I think that was a Nextfest demo last year. Oh, okay. I think so. That makes sense if they're saying that they're, they're having it again. So that's cool that mm-hmm. they're re-allowing players to play again yeah that that game looks great it's like a uh, four-player co-op uh isometric pixel resident evil outbreak game which yeah. everyone has been asking capcom to make here we're yeah. talking about resident evil again it looks really creepy like mm-hmm. like even though it's pixels and you know like it's I just I always find it so incredible when someone can make a, a game that's just like these like little pixels so creepy <laughs> like last door um and you know witch's house and things like that the ones that are just like these little characters and mm-hmm. stuff and still manage to make it really dark or really creepy it's I always find it really impressive yeah it looks great yeah I think 
what year was it? Was it 2020 we discovered them for the first time? At least maybe Mike and I. Uh, Toge? Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah, I, I've i known about them since Flash sure. Days with uh, Infectionator. I try, I'm trying to remember that game that we played that we loved with the... It was a, a beautiful love story between a woman and an owl man. And there's no dialogue in the game. Uh, it's all told through the actions of the game. My God, it's killing me. <laughs> I got I to gotta look I don't know if up. I played that one. It was like a few bucks, and it, it was like right after the lockdown. When the pass was around. There it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, beautiful love story. Um, no dialogue whatsoever. And that's a Mojican game. They just they make great things. And uh, another really cool thing that this anniversary post um, is talking about is they have a Toge Game Fund initiative and a bunch mm-hmm. of games graduated and are now like in production. Um, so that's kind of cool. There's a whole lot that's of them, too. really cool. Uh, High School Overdrive, Project Descent, mm-hmm. Burnt Out Capital, Project Mansion, Project Secuder, Project Helix, and Chef's Shift. That's really awesome. Do that, Vogue yeah, Fest. Chef, I, I want to play chef, uh, chef. Nope. Mm. Project Mansion. Getting down. real closer. That, the game looks good. Uh, you know of Project Mansion? I just mean from what we saw at there. Oh. Like, it looks fantastic. Yeah, like, yeah. it's that pixel uh, 2D, 3D bloom, but in a horror game. So, mm. I'm like, yes, Ooh. please. <laughs> Very cool. Um, oh, and I missed that there's also uh, on Steam, most of their games are 90% off. From the 17th to the 24th. Yeah, both Coffee Talks. I know both Coffee Talks are on sale. Yeah. That's awesome. And Space for the Unbound, of course. If you want a good cry, Space for the Unbound. Mm -hmm. uh, Make sure you have tissues nearby. Yeah, so go celebrate Toge and play some Toge games. At least at some point this year. You got it. All right, Becca. Indy oh, 100. No. <laughs> let me let me reintroduce it because it's been it's a minute. Back. <laughs> it was a Patreon only show where we um, would pick a game and list it as one of the hundred best indie games, and we would argue about its place on the list. And then, uh, partially because we wanted to be more frequent with it, we decided to include it on the main IndieCast show, and then we forgot about it again because things got busy. Uh, so here we <laughs> oh, are again. Nice. Right now, that I think there's only twelve or thirteen entries. Like we're we're still fairly early on. Mm-hmm. I thought there was way more. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought we had hit at least twenty five. No, I don't think so. Not on the list that Mike shared. Um, there's 20 on this list. Oh, there is? 20, okay. Yeah. Maybe 40. I miscounted. That's 1,000. That, that sounds right. Because like we were talking about like the blocks and stuff. But Oh, fair, fair, fair. Uh, okay. Let me see. I should have pulled this up beforehand. And I can't mess with Discord because it's going to. But we also decided everything. we're not ranking them in the moment anymore. Yes. No, we're not ranking them in the moment. We're going to do that at a later date when we fill it all up. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, here's what's on the list already for those who have never listened to an Indie 100 uh, show. We have Coffee Talk, N, the series, Inscription, Hades, Umaranging Generation, Rocket League, Donut County, Toem, Little Nightmares 2, Guacamelee 2, Teenage Blob, Nidhogg, Sound Shapes, Thomas Was Alone, I'm Scared, 
SteamWorld Dig 2, Magica, Dredge, Celeste, <laughs> and Hotline Miami. Why are you That's laughing? Right. Uh, I can, I can just hear it magica. in his voice. Magica. Magica. <laughs> Not a Magica fan? I've never played it. I've honestly never heard of it until Matt brought it up to Indy 100. It's such a crime. <laughs> is it though? Yeah. Game <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> I would type it in and look it up, but my cat's on my keyboard. So. Uh, there was. Uh, I texted Matt this. Oh, when I was down with Mike, we were mm-hmm. at Limited Run, and they had, uh, what, Magicka 2 there? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Matt, do you want me to pick this up for you? He was like, no, it's not the same publisher. It's not the same developer. It's not Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. A real fan would have taken it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Paradox Publishing right now. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just joking. All right, Becca. You're about to include your very first game on Indy 100. What are you bringing to the table? Oh, boy. I was panicking about it. am I going to scoff at it like Magicka? (laughs) (laughs) The next time that game's on sale, I'm buying everyone a key, and we're playing Please do. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make it a stream. I've been panicking about it all day. I narrowed it down from... Let me see. I was texting my bestie about this. Um... Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I narrowed it down from ten. Okay. Uh, and then yeah. she, she made a suggestion, and then I rejected her suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know if we ever asked you this, Becca, but what kind of indie games do you like? Hmm. Um, I'm not. Well, I, I'm not going to say I'm not picky. Um, sure. because that is that would be a blatant lie. Um, I like things that have a lot of heart in them, a really good story, just genuinely like things that don't make my brain hurt very much. Um, I don't. I guess it's probably easier to say what I don't like. I don't really like strategy or tactics games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like anything with sports usually. Um, you know, just that kind of stuff. But really, like, I'll try anything because I was a journalist for um, six years and then that really broadened my horizons Mm -hmm. because you never really know what's going to get thrown your way and what you need to Mm -hmm. be able to play and kind of get used to. And then doing public relations for so long, you don't know what you're going to get client-wise that way. So I've I've definitely done a lot more... uh, recently more recently in the last like five or six years i've played a lot more and realized that like i'll try anything because you never really know what you're gonna like um but the short answer is story-based things and things that don't make my brain hurt too much um likewise (laughs) so um the game i picked for the indie 100 is if found have either of you heard of it if found it rings it rings a bell but nothing immediately (laughs) okay so um if found is a story-based um kind of casual lgbtq story um about a young trans woman who is kind of trying to find her place in the world and it is when i say it is one of the most beautiful games i have ever played (laughs) It is so gorgeous. You're basically kind of, um, there's different parts of the game, but you're kind of going through her diary and it's all hand sketched and you have this big eraser 
and you're erasing the backgrounds or you're erasing the words in her diary or you're erasing like stars from the night sky and it's just it's artistic the story i think is is really relevant especially with all the things that are going on in today's world um and it's just it's just showing like what kind of true struggles you know this kind of community are going through and and how hard it is to kind of find yourself and figure out who you are and how to be happy with that once you kind of do find a place that you're comfortable and it's just it's stunning i reviewed it in 2020 gave it a 10 out of 10 and then i reviewed it again or i think i just uh, talked about it but i it came out on switch and i played it again and it's just it's incredible and it stuck out to me the most out of all of the games that i had picked um, mostly because all the other ones are things that everyone else in the world would put on their list. So fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there, I I grabbed the switch because I thought I had it on there, and that's why it sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. But I have another game called What's Comes After. That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. We... From what I looked up, it's a visual novel, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. How is there? a lot of choice in the game or is it like you're just experiencing the narrative it's mostly experiencing the narrative i will say i haven't played it recently so and i have i like brain dump things very quickly um but from what i reread when i reread my review earlier today to try and like decide on the game uh it's mostly just kind of going through the narrative and just the art style kind of changes up. Sometimes it's in black and white and sometimes there's color and sometimes yeah, it's stunning. you're like floating in space. And, but the, the main mechanic is you just have this big eraser and you're just erasing things and um, you're like erasing words in her diary and, and things like that. And it's Annapurna. So everyone knows it's going to be incredible, but, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I remember when I first played it, I just did not stop talking about it. When people asked me, like, what have you been playing recently? Like, I just brought it up all the time. Mm-hmm. And I want to play it again because now I want to play it again because I'm looking at the Steam page and I just love this game so much. Yeah. But I love the, like, the pencil artistic look to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cool looking shots that I'm, I'm seeing here. That's awesome. It's also based yeah, in the we... 90s, so it has that kind Ooh. of vibe, that, like, 90s vibe. Um, it's based in West Ireland, so the characters have fun... I don't think any of them talk, but, like, the words that they're saying, like, they have the mm. cool accents, I guess you would say. Yeah. Sweet. If found, welcome to the Indie 100. Yeah! For, for fun, Becca. Yes. On the list of 20. We're not doing it, but I'm just saying for fun. Where would you rank it in the in the list? Oh. <laughs> Listen, if we had to do this, I went back to do it at least once. <laughs> it hurt Where? doing that thing. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> did. Where would I put it found on the list? Yeah, so on our list of 20 that I, I talked about earlier, um, where would you think it found would, would land, or where would you like it to land? I've never played Umarangi Generation. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, we don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said never... it like it was a fact. Yeah, right. of course it is. <laughs> I've never played it, but like if this was my personal list, I've played m- most everything else on the list. I would put it at five. Very cool. But 
I did also grumble to my friend earlier that you guys put Little Nightmares 2 on the list and not Little Nightmares 1. Talk to Austin. Talk to yeah, Austin. That's an Austin. Austin! <laughs> Little Nightmares 2 is fantastic, but Little Nightmares 1 is incredible. Like, it was, it was so creepy, and I don't think I'd ever played anything like it at the time. Um, but anyway, I won't argue about it. Little Nightmares 2 is really great, but... Little Nightmares 1 should be there instead. Sure. Just saying, okay. Austin. Right. <laughs> Next time Austin's on, we'll have to let you guys have that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. If found, it's now on the list. So our Indie 100 list is as follows. Coffee Talk and the series, Inscription, Hades, Umarangi Generation, Rocket League, Donut County, Toem, Little Nightmares 2, Guacamelee 2, Teenage Blob, Nidhogg, Sound Shapes, Thomas Was Alone, I'm Scared, Steamroll Dig 2, Magica, Dredge, <laughs> Celeste, Hotline Miami, and If Found. <laughs> I did that on purpose, Matt. I love you. Um, good list. Good list. And before people are, are about to yell in the comments, if you've never heard, heard of the list before, we put Rocket League for what it did before Epic. Yeah. Yeah. When it was just Silox. It was it was huge before it, it mm -hmm. became part of the mm -hmm. mega corporation that is Epic Games. We would have put the other game that they made before Rocket League, but we couldn't remember exactly what the name was because yeah. it was long and goofy. <laughs> And Rocket, Rocket League does the same thing, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, we would go to an ad. I don't think we have a new ad. So I figured, why don't we just talk about uh, last week we did the, the Fantasy Critic Draft. Mm -hmm. Let's go over everyone's uh, pickups, because there were a lot of Ooh. pickups that happened. Yeah. Oh. A <laughs> lot of pickups. <laughs> um, I don't even know well, what that means. So all the games that you put bids on? Oh, okay. Have now been processed. So if you got if you won those, then they're uh, part of your team officially now. Oh, okay. Um, Matt, I forgot after we yeah. logged off last week. So <laughs> yeah, you got you got a lot on there. That's good. Um, Matt's got almost a full team. Almost excellent. Do you want to talk about your pickups? Yeah. So I think what Slitterhead was the last one we did during the draft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I grabbed uh, Indica which is um, a really cool, like, stylized... I don't know if I would call it, like, a thriller, but, like, um, I think it's uh, Eastern Europe. I forget off the top of my head, but it, I remember loving the visuals when I looked at it, so I wanted to pick that up. Uh, speaking of crazy visuals, Psychroma, which we saw, I think, last year for the first time, is, like, that pixel art, like, brain trip horror sci-fi game um that uh, so that I'm, game title the key art that's on there when you click on it in the league is crazy yeah so I, yeah i i can't wait to see more of that game uh baladins i remember seeing um i think that was another one we saw last year for the first time yep. but it was it was like a um it's a co-op uh almost D, D like rpg game but you you can play it with other people too so it's like an indie bowler's gate essentially and i just love how cute the artwork is um so i wanted to grab that i think it's gonna do great mm. sanzai was one i found when i was looking originally when we we're gonna do the draft and i found this game for the first time um and it's kind of like a platformer 
action game slash persona like um but the animation when you are attacking everything uh looks fantastic so i can't wait to see more on this so i just put it on there out of good faith because it looks great just want it to be on there uh radio the universe uh <laughs> i think this was last year or two years ago one of the next best demos it's i'm trying to find like the best words to describe it but it's like sci-fi post post-apocalypse top-down action game and just the, the the style screams like um Mega Man zero almost yeah um like i love the demo there's still no date on it but i if it comes out this year i want it on my team so there. i love uh the dev's name by the way oh the uh, uh is it 6a 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 yeah yeah is that yeah <laughs> yeah but with the then, number uh... six in there <laughs> <laughs> And uh, lastly, I grabbed a home safety hotline. Nice. Which was grabbed before the game came out, so don't yell at Matt for unethical <laughs> things. <laughs> it was grabbed beforehand. Yeah, those are all great pickups. I can't fault you for that. Um, Harry, who couldn't make it because he's stuck at work, um, picked up Brothers Remake, which is a good, oh. solid pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gecko Gods which, again, mm-hmm. I probably should have bid on because I do really, really want to play that game. And does Harry have the first scored game of the year? Mm-hmm. He is the Cub. He does, uh, yeah. He has. He picked up the Cub, an Indie Showcase alum. Right now it's sitting at 74, which is still a good score. It's going to get him positive mm-hmm. points. Uh, I'm still super excited to play that game. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good pickups on Harry. Becca. You picked the five Okay, games. I did. <laughs> and uh, still kind of in chat when you were um, talking about uh, your Indie 100 choice, they said, I'm not worried about whatever Becca puts on because Becca put Haunty on her Fantasy League. She has good taste. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank what is you. this Haunty? Okay, so Haunty is um, it's a twin stick shooter, but it's hand-drawn. It has this like uh, black and white kind of art style very um man i took art class what's it called when it's like a bunch of little dots put together it's like that the textures staccato stick sticking to Stica- I don't yes know. yeah yep uh yeah. it's like a lot a lot a lot of that in places um there's a lot of um where like the background doesn't move but the foreground moves it's just it looks so stunning and uh twin stick shooters i've i've grown to love um and um in terms of story i don't really know um Mm -hmm. i've mostly just been um haunty is the name of the the main character and she is she or he or they are a ghost on a quest and it looks really intriguing and i threw it on my list as soon as i saw the art mm. style yeah because i judge books by their covers <laughs> and it <laughs> looks so good um so that was the first one that i picked up that one is supposed to release q2 um i also got closer the distance um yeah. which is like a narrative story rich um point and click game it looks like it's going to be really sad and totally wreck me. Um, no confirmed release date yet, I don't believe. Just 2024. 
um, is what it's got so far. But again, really beautiful art style. It's kind of that... Um, Man, I wish I knew the names of some things. When when like the walls, <laughs> when like people are in the room and the you, the walls disappear, but you can like see what's going on inside. It's like that, like the similar like, to like a diorama. Yeah, like the diorama kind of style um, yeah. in some places. I'm excited to play this just because I love a good uh, trademark oh. sad boy game, and I feel yeah. like I'm gonna cry nonstop playing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot when I first saw the trailer. It's been a while. But it's basically, and I forgive me if you just explained it, but I was trying to figure out what was going on on my screen. Uh, A a woman is basically saying everyone how much they mean to her right before she passes or as Mm -hmm. she's passing away. Um, So the story is is very heartfelt and very Mm -hmm. meaningful. And if you're into those games, this should be on the top of your list. So that's a good pickup. Yeah, that looks really sad. Anyway, moving on to Menopus <laughs> Cry. Uh, I also grabbed Locomotive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Text-based mystery, like, you know, murder on the Oriented Express kind of point-and-click thing. It looks super, super funny. I love this, this like, pixel art. I love this type of pixel art so much. Mm-hmm. I pretty much love all pixel art, but this type is just so stunning. And I say stunning a lot. I'll come up with other descriptive words eventually. But um, yeah, it's it's um, it's developed by Robust Games and Chucklefish. I've played a lot of Chucklefish games. I want to say, um, but yeah, it looks it looks just hilarious. Is Chucklefish and... Eastward? Is that they might have published that. Same dev or publisher? They're Wild Frost, which came out recently. Yeah, Eastward, yes. Okay. And Starbound as well. And Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Stardew Valley? Well, there you go. That's probably where I know it from because I see the yeah. Chucklefish thing every time I go into Stardew Valley. But yeah. By the way, almost my Indie 100 pick, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> Fair. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's probably going to end up on there. It's going to end up on there eventually, <laughs> but I didn't want to do it first. <laughs> I have all um, the vinyls, so it's definitely going to be. On we can't have a list without that on there. Absolutely. So yeah, Locomotive looks great. Um, I also picked up, I've got two more. Um, the Star Named Eos. Yeah. Which is, again, emotional narrative, super colorful, story rich. Um, basically, um, I think it like tells a story through photographs, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Let me just make sure. Yeah, it's a game about photography and the ways that we can capture the fleeting moments that shape our lives. So it's like a hand-drawn world. You solve puzzles um, and recreate photographs. And it looks, again, it just looks beautiful. I'm not going to say stunning. It looks beautiful. Um, and that's and another like, alum, right? That is an alum of our showcase. Yep. yep. Nice. What was so the, they, there was another one that they did. Or behind the frame? Behind the frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. They so make cute. Um, the last one that I picked up is a game that I probably would never be caught dead, play- uh, caught dead playing. Not in an insulting way. <laughs> in the way that my brain cannot wrap itself around city builders. But 
I know that people have been freaking out about this game and it's Manor Lords. So I know that people have been this was this was purely a if it comes out prop and it gets it it's going to get great scores. Right. That was that was why I put it on my list <laughs> because I'm not trying to be insulting in any way because I know that there's an audience for these games. Like I said when I put um Slug Tactics on my um, mm-hmm. counter pick i know there's an audience for these games i know people love city builders i know people love the medievals i think medieval dynasty was really popular and you know people love these games and i just know that it's going to be great it looks stunning it looks like it runs really well and it's super eye-catching um yeah it just it looks like it's gonna be really good so i put it on there because mm-hmm. i figured someone else might take it and i didn't want someone else to take it so that's a good play um also i noticed uh while you were going through your list that they did add those games that weren't in the system so i just linked oh, them cool. all oh so excellent. everything should be good so they will count when they come out and get scores perfect uh i was up next um i got outbid for one but i did get another one um not happy about the one i got outbid on <laughs> <laughs> at all <laughs> um uh, but the one I did get, I'm super excited for because I feel mm-hmm. like it's going to score so damn well. It's Harold Halibut. Yeah. Um, full stop motion claymation yes! kind of thing. I cannot wait. I love this kind of just style in general. I love a good Wallace and Gromit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, but and it just it's really hard for me to just wrap my brain around how to make that a game. And all the hard work that it takes to make it a reality. It's just mind boggling. Yeah. So that yeah. is the only game I got to pick up for uh, was Harold Halibut. And I think I got it for like a buck or <laughs> or something like that. Very, very cheap. Very, very cheap. Um, finally, Mike. Ballbeacon.biz. <laughs> this son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> he did get Skate Story, which is fine. Um, yeah. I can't not let Mike have Skate Story. Uh, he did get Penny's Big Breakaway, which is from the Sonic Mania dev team. Uh, okay. Another like, mascot kind of platformer. Uh, could be good. Yeah. But I'm going to keep the Sonic hating facade up. <laughs> Sonic devs. Sonic sucks. So who knows? Uh, this one hurts. I didn't bid on it because I forgot about it completely. Uh, Beastie Ball. Hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar with Beastie Ball, from the makers of Chicory, and I'm blanking on the other one right now. I said oh, Chicory. Yeah. That's, all I, that's all I can think about. Um, Wonder you're basically, song. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, these devs in Beastie Ball, or with Beastie Ball, are making a Pokemon volleyball game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks incredible. It I cannot does. wait. Totally it looks like it. a ton of fun. So uh mike also got post-trauma which i don't know a whole lot about mm. i feel like i've heard him speak about it before though so mm-hmm. good on you mike and then here's the one that hurts the one that i think i put ten dollars down on and he still outbid <laughs> me on it uh he got open roads from me ah uh, yes yeah. i think i bid on this too but very cheap <laughs> yeah let me let me see because i can see what the history is and how much like, i actually bid on mike it. only has 35 dollars left in his budget <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he went he went kind of hard um mm-hmm. let's see ballbeacon.biz here we go 
Uh, he got BC Ball for five bucks, Post Trauma for five, Penny's Big Breakaway with fifteen. Okay. Uh, Skate Story <laughs> with ten. He did put in a bid for Haunty. Oh, but okay. He didn't lose out. Um, oh, nice. Which is kind of nice. Uh, he dropped thirty bucks on Open Roads. That's why I didn't get it. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. I only yeah I did ten dollars and he went all the way up to thirty. That sucks. I'm very <laughs> looking forward to Open Roads, and I think a um a preview just went out on it, and I think a lot of people spoke very highly of what they played of Open Roads. Oh, good. So that always bodes well. So that's a little check in on our fantasy critic. I did just think of another game that I definitely want to make sure I put a bit on in before <laughs> I forget about it. Um. So yeah, next week we'll we'll check in again. We'll see if any of our games will come out next week. Actually, speaking of this week at Indie, January twenty second to January twenty sixth, there is a couple that are going to make the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but starting on uh, this Friday, the nineteenth, or making an exception because we didn't do it last week, uh, the Cub PC all consoles from the creators of Golf Club. Uh, nostalgia and high water return to their whimsical neon lit apocalypse in a jungle book meets the armageddon fusion parkour through the remains of humanity as a child become being hunted while catching end of days end of days tunes and curious survivor stories play on the radio mm-hmm. um that golf club name threw me for a loop because i have it physically it's it changed golf club yeah. still yeah <laughs> i'm gonna keep that one sealed too just in case (laughs) just in case um on tuesday january 23rd one of becca's uh games little guardsman pc mac and all consoles imagine your 12 year old suddenly in charge of the guard shed at the castle gate where you decide if elves goblins and 100 plus other characters should be admitted it's a wonderful combination of deduction narrative and puzzle games cannot wait to play mm-hmm. um also a huge day for indies on playstation because immortality comes to playstation mm-hmm. ps5 launch marissa marcel was a film star she made three movies but none of the movies <clears throat> excuse me were ever released and marissa marcel disappeared an interactive trilogy from sam barlow creator of her story very excited may yeah. have more news on that next week Wink, wink, he, nudge, he, nudge. He tells incredible stories. Yeah. I cannot wait. He's he's kind of brilliant in a mm-hmm. intimidating way. Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> uh, January 24th, Anomaly Agent coming to PC, Switch, and Xbox consoles. Oh, yeah. Ano- yeah, we played this at Nextfax. Mike, Mike reminded me of this earlier. I was like, no way it's already out. Uh, Anomaly Agent is a cyberpunk action platformer <laughs> featuring fluid combat a time-bending story, quirky characters, and a catchy synthwave soundtrack. Punch or shoot through mobs of enemies, impact the story with your choices, and stop the anomalies before the world plunges into chaos. It's a fun time. It's a side-scrolling, mm-hmm. again, action platformer with a cyberpunk f- uh, feel on it. There is us playing it on our YouTube channel, so go check it out if you want to see it in action. Um, it's in one of our next fest, uh videos up there uh, another big indie day next thursday january 25th phantom abyss 
gets its 1.0 launch on PC and Xbox Series X. Phantom Abyss is a massive asynchronous multiplayer game that casts players into procedurally generated temples and tasks them with retrieving the sacred relics hidden within deadly chambers. Did either of you play this before the 1.0 launch next week? Mm-mm. No. I always wanted to because I love the idea of this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not familiar, if you do make it to the end of the temple and get the treasure and, and leave, you will that like you're the only one to claim that treasure. No one else will right. get a chance at that temple, which I really, really, really love. That's a great little kind of hook. Um, go Mecha Ball, another uh, Nexus demo that I'm pretty sure are, is up on YouTube. Uh, PC and Xbox consoles. Load up and roll out in this twin stick shooter with a roguelike progression. Blast your way through arcade style levels using pinball style physics mixed with an arsenal of devastating weapons. Defeat waves of enemy bots, battle big bosses, and upgrade your mech between runs. It's a good time. Go check out Go Mecha Ball. Mm-hmm. And Grime coming to Switch. Destroy, absorb, grow. Grime is a fast and unforgiving action-adventure RPG in which you crush your foes with living weapons that mutate form and function and then consume their remains with a black hole to strengthen your vessel as you break apart a world of anatomical horror and intrigue. I feel like I just had a fever dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Grime is. Yeah. Yeah, so that sounds exciting. Go get it. <laughs> Friday, January 26th, Witch Rise, all consoles, already out on PC. Defeat the evil fallen witch and be free from the curse in this first-person shooter set in a magical kingdom. And a quick little fun one. Uh, today, as of recording, January 18th, John and David... Oh, I'm so sorry, John and David. Szymanski uh devs behind my friendly neighborhood and dusk shadow dropped two new indie horror titles today uh john noted in a tweet that these launches will quote help make ends meet end quote first one is exiled on pc charlotte is missing decode an ancient language investigate a mystery and stay away from ancient monsters in this compact puzzle thriller and the second game is the pony factory also on pc Winston thought he could use heavy machinery and power from the depths of hell to transform sinful men into magic ponies. Winston was wrong. That sounds like a good time. Both can be purchased in a bundle for $6.46 American funny money. So go support them. I know Mike loves My Friendly Neighborhood. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um, Those both sound amazing and for a great price. Make sure that, that you support them if you can, so they can continue making awesome things. Maybe, maybe we can try to get. Oh, I don't know if Mike can, because he's not at home. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say for our, our Friday night stream, we can play Pony Factory tomorrow. We'll see, we'll see. But that's been this week in indie. Becca, Matt, anything you would like to add before we head on out of here? No. Perfect. <laughs> I don't think so. Thanks everyone for listening. We love you very, very much. We'll be back next week for episode 175, which is wild. And uh play more indies. We love you. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you.